Hello everyone. Welcome to the Startup and Career Show. This is the podcast where we discuss the professional journeys of distinguished leaders including startup founders and corporate leaders who share their real life experiences. Today we have with us Dr. Gerd Muller, founder of Active Health. He's committed to setting new standards for orthopedic neurology, rehabilitation, sports medicine and medical training therapy in India. He's a renowned orthopedic specialist from Germany and aims to bring the finest European standards to Indian orthopedic rehabilitation. He successfully treated over 20,000 patients in India through his venture. A very warm welcome doctor, glad to be on the podcast today. Thank you very much for inviting me today. So doctor to begin with requesting you to kindly share your medical journey all these years right from your European days. All right, so <clears throat> in my teenage years all my teenage years i was uh, part of the uh, junior davis cup team in tennis so it was very normal for me or or uh, good to go into orthopedics rather than any other field and then i was lucky to have a very thorough good orthopedic training including my surgical training uh, then i got a grant for sports medicine so while the classical orthopedics is dealing with the bones and the diseases there i had a real good entrance into the functional side and uh, when you even go further you realize how important the mental the mind stuff is in that so i started expanding in that and went into that uh, space and which is very nice and interesting and fascinating that that's awesome doctor but uh, you know i have a pertinent question to ask you you know from being a medical practitioner what led you to become a founder and start active health in the first place there are actually two steps in that one is the medical step that happened in germany that was uh, from being a surgeon who does joint replacements arthroscopies spine surgeries to leave that surgical side and start a holistic enterprise for chronic pain management for sports medicine and so on with therapists psychologists and so on that was that step into the entrepreneurial side and then the second step was more of a if you want to put it that way a cultural or business side transferring this into india I never thought I would leave Germany but we had patients from India coming so and they said we have nothing like that in India so I I visited here a few times and I realized that this field is uh, really is is really missing so of course you know that many areas in medicine uh, can be improved but if I look for example uh, many surgeries and many fields in medicine are very highly developed in India while this rehabilitation in orthopedics in neuro dealing with chronic pain with back pain is really really underdeveloped still and was underdeveloped when i decided to come here so uh it was a interesting bold and right step to to come here oh absolutely but you know that was the pertinent another question i wanted to ask you you know because why did you choose indian market i mean see Uh, treating patients is one thing setting up business as a doctor is another thing and you went a step ahead by shifting base to india and going ahead 
Well, I can, uh, in, in hindsight, I could rather say uh, India found me than I found that I found India in a way. So it is, uh, all I can say, it is worthwhile doing this while we were really very good in Germany and benchmark in Germany, our centers are really still uh, very good and successful. Uh, the need here is much higher. So uh, I can really do good things here in uh, in India and, and I'm, I'm happy here, basically, <laughs> setting wow. this up and doing wow. this on the uh, on the entrepreneur side. Of course, it brings more of a. I'm I'm not standing in the operation theater the whole day and I'm just seeing patient. It brings other challenges with it, as you all know, uh, in the in the startup business. But uh, overall, it's it's a, a really interesting and worthwhile journey. Wow, that that's fascinating. Wow. So, Doctor, uh, if you can just talk about your venture, Active Health, right, uh, for us to understand what it does and what are the services that you offer here in India. So, the main concept is that we really do a multidisciplinary, integrated, holistic view on the orthopedic side. That means we have a very close and real collaboration between our orthopedic doctors that we have here, our sports medicine doctors, and our therapists, and our nutritionists. And they work closely hand in hand. We do a lot of applied psychology by doing this together in a way. Mm -hmm. And this integrated concept is actually working very well in several fields, in the in the sports medicine field, bringing somebody up after an injury, in the chronic pain management part. We have a lot of patients who come to us uh, for an opinion whether to have a surgery or not to have a surgery. And the if you apply the, the, the sports medicine principles in that, you can find the right solutions for when to have a surgery or so. And all the normal pains that people have so that integrated approach is very, very powerful and, and helpful and, and, uh, and, and can help people a lot. Now, um, what you said initially, so we basically try to bring our German standard Western concepts structure in the rehab field uh, together with real care for our patients. And our patients feel that, our therapists feel that, and we really see the individual and really help them up. Now, a major pillar of what we do is, and this is actually a very nice thing in, in this part of medicine, uh, of course, we need to look at diseases. We need to see what's wrong in the MRI. Is there a, a, a large disc prolapse or is there a cartilage defect in the knee or what is there on the structure side. But one of our main focus here in that is how can we help the patient get better? So it's one thing to look at what is wrong with the person. The other is what are his and her resources to get better? And with that, we actively, that's what our name says, we actively involve the patient in that process, and they have to they have to accept that process. So uh, uh, we we often say we have bad news for you, 
we need to get you going, <laughs> which they haven't done for a while. And, and now most people are really happy about this. So this more resource-oriented thing, which can happen at any age, uh, is, is very, very nice to see people improve from the physical side, but they also realize from the mental side that they actually improving and that they can do something about their health for themselves, which is a very nice, uh, very nice way of working. Oh, absolutely, doctor. So, so you you mentioned about the integrated approach that you follow, right? Now, uh, yes. there are, there are multi, I'm sure uh, you would be facing multiple kinds of patients uh, coming in, right? So you you would go for surgical as well as non-surgical approaches uh, as the yes. case. Yes, many. Uh, I I do have a number of patients where while I am now on the non-surgical side, or all our doctors are on the non-surgical side, I see it is better for you if you now go for a surgery and then we do the rehab or something or do it now. Uh, I'll think about it. I, I, I'll think about it. So uh, in several instances, not in the most, most people can, 80, 90% can well go without a surgery, but there's a certain number of patients who would do much, much better if they would not delay a surgery further here. Mm. So we have this very often in in india that is both a mindset type of thing that people adjust their lifestyle to their diseases oh i have this and that so i don't walk that much anymore i don't want to go out anymore it's cumbersome and it hurts me so they gradually do less and less which is actually not good for their health and we try to open them up again and get them going and in some instances a surgery is better so Surgery is not the last resort. Surgery is the right thing at the right time. Oh, so um, an emphasis is not, the emphasis is not to avoid a surgery by any means. The emphasis is to get people to their normal state with at li as little medicine as possible. That's the, and that's quite a difference actually. Wow, you you add an interesting perspective there because I think you're right because people do start living with it, right? Instead of getting it yes. recovered, yeah. And they and very often it's this: um, you don't know what you don't know. They don't even know what their potential is, and we show them their potential. So uh, part of what we do and need to do is tell people how long that takes. Mm -hmm. So in chronic pain, for example. Uh, they come and say, oh, I have, it, I have it now for seven years or 10 years. Take it away now. Do something and it's gone. So it's while, they, that while they've gone into that chronic process, it's a process to gradually get out and we help people by that. That's interesting because uh, as you mentioned earlier, around 80 to 90% of the cases don't even need surgery. So you try to rehabilitate yes. through a normal yes. uh, course yes. instead of a surgery. Or many, or many people are, we, we, we say... Do they, they say, um, do I need a surgery or not? There's a number of cases where we say, we are not at a decision point right now. First, mm -hmm. we have to sort other things out and then we see what's what's left there and then we make the decision. And all that together is actually fascinating. Wow, interesting. So uh, doctor, uh, since you've come from Europe and now you're based in India, 
So what differences do you find between the two regions? And, and do you think that people from Indian subcontinent are more prone to orthopedic conditions genetically or something like that? There are few, there are quite a few differences, which is actually interesting. I would uh, like to mention just three of them. One is the, uh, the healthcare market. In Germany, one physio comes to uh, 400 German citizens. In India, one physio comes to more than 30,000 people. So it's highly underdeveloped in that, in that sense. And the, the market is less regulated, and there's a huge potential here. That is one thing. The second thing is the the mindset of the medical system here, as opposed to Germany, Europe, or somewhere else. Uh, for example, what I, what I always found intriguing is, uh, I've been around quite a bit on the scientific side. As far as I know, India is the only country where you call neck pain a cervical spondylosis. In, in Europe, we say you have a neck pain or you have a chronic neck pain. In India, Many people say, I have a cervical spondylosis or spondylitis, which is in any case a wrong term. But spondylosis means I have something degenerative that always gets worse, of course. We will never get rid of our degenerations. So very often things are described in terms of images, medical images and diagnosis, which don't by itself lead to improvement. So uh, this is um, the way how things are being looked at. And that is true for knee chondromalacia and the knee fibromyalgia and many other things. So um, some concepts are different. And the third aspect is what you said uh, is actually the physique of people. Um, many Indians have softer, laxer joints. That's why many people are so good in yoga. Oh. But they're lacking some active strength in things. So the downside to that laxity is that there's more flat feet or what you call plantar fasciitis and such things or instabilities. And uh, also that is, that is a genetic aspect. And there's also a nutritional aspect, which is um, many Indians are lacking protein which then makes a buildup slower for, uh, for muscle buildup or um, vitamin deficiencies, vitamin D deficiencies, which adds to the osteoporosis part. So the lack of physical activity and the, uh, and the, uh, the nutritional aspect adds to, uh, adds to this. You, you made an interesting point, doctor, and I wanted to definitely touch base that is about the nutrition as an important pillar. Right? And, and you often include this in your, uh, you know, uh, recommendations to the people as well. So can you can you talk a little bit for our listeners? Yes. Uh, nutrition is, is highly, highly important. Because when I first came here, I, I saw many overweight people uh, with all their diseases. And we can, with uh, diabetes mellitus, hypertension, and all these things, and cardiovascular issues. But... As important, I saw and see, we see a lot of people with immunity issues, have kind of silent inflammations in the body. And the nutrition part plays a huge role in that. So 
uh, our gut is actually very important in the in the whole system for again for these um, lifestyle diseases, high blood pressure, overweight, uh, but also for immunity. So the nutritional part plays really uh, a big role in the in the overall concept in the integrated concept of this. Got it. Got it. So, uh, doctor, since you specialize in sports medicine as well, so can you talk about the importance of understanding your body and how can people prevent any orthopedic condition before it even arises? Or after it arises, the sports medicine approach is actually really, really fascinating. And uh, it's a real sci uh, science. And, and we see it daily what people do do wrong in a way in that. Uh, so uh, I want to emphasize on all three aspects, the underdoing, the overdoing, and the wrongdoing. Oh. So, so the underdoing is uh, people come into us and they say, oh, I show you my, they're, they're maybe in their 40s, 50s, or early 60s or something. And they show us, I, I'm doing my daily exercises, they say. And uh, they show us their exercises. And then I say, oh, this is a really nice exercise for my 90-year-old mother. She can do that. Uh, so typical things here are people think they train their knee by pressing the knee down on the bed. Yes, you can do that in a second week after a knee replacement, or you can do it when you're 95 years old, but not when you're 60 or 65. So people are underdoing and underestimating themselves. Mm. On the other end, you have the, uh, we sometimes call them the happy overachievers. So the, the, the young guys, um, we guys often like to shoot the mammoths. We, should, we do something exceptional, push a lot of weights and so on. Um, but we do things very often not in the right way. And we start injuring ourselves or we... we uh, uh, get get irritations in, in in the joints or muscle imbalances. So, uh, typical example is the uh, the athletes, the young athlete coming with a shoulder issue because it's not not being done properly. Right. And the last part is the wrongdoing. Many people do wrong things. So, and that may even relate to different parts of the body. What some parts of the body need, like stretching, may not be the right thing for other parts of the body. So doing this in a good, deliberate way and setting up a, a program for people is actually very fascinating and very helpful for all age groups from 20 to, uh, to 80. This is, uh, and we are now working on how to use uh, artificial intelligence and, and concepts in that. Uh, to give this out in a professional way to more and more people there. Wow, that, that's uh, fascinating, doctor. But, uh, you know, a while back, you also spoke about mental fitness, right? So can you can you uh, help us understand the importance of it, uh, especially for people who are facing these orthopedic conditions? And how does your approach actually helps in uh, recovering faster? A very good question. The The mental part is a really important part in the in the whole system. Saying that, we should not make 
um, artificial distinction between the mind and the body. So like a dichotomy. Is it uh, like the spouse is sitting next to the patient and says, does he really have that pain or is it just imagine or something? So this is a wrong question. Um, we, we, are a, uh, we are an intricate unity. And just to give an example, um, let's, let's take the young girls, the young ladies, with their tension in the neck and the, and the upper back there. Uh, that whole thing has a physical aspect. They are too weak in their neck muscles, for example. They are tight in their upper back. The upper back, the upper back joints are stiff and so on. That's a physical aspect. <clears throat> it has a social aspect. We work on computers and we work inwards all the time. And in our free time, uh, we use the gadgets for again, working forward and inward. And then there's a, a psychological aspect to it. If we, for example, see obstacles in the world, or we have, we, we have fear we want to protect ourselves, so we cave ourselves in. And these things are so intricately intertwined, you it's one thing, the person is one thing. And if you just look at one part of the elephant, you're losing out, It's it, you need to see how to, and very often there's one, sometimes what I find a misconception here, if I may say that as a, as a Westerner, very often here it's uh, often thought as mind to body as a one-way street. The body is a player in the whole system itself. We see it all the time when we get these young ladies out and make them stronger in their back, in their neck, they feel taller. And by building up the body in the right way, still looking at their pain issues and all that and getting resolved with that, if they are stronger, they, they just exude more presence. They are just more, just more there. And so, uh, when I, I, I don't really like that word holistic too much, but holistic does not mean it's a mental thing. Holistic integrated means it's a unity between mind and body and these things work together in the downward path, but as well as in the, in the, in the upward path. Oh, very well said, doctor. Very well said. Absolutely. But uh, doctor, you gave an example of a young lady, right? Now, now, based on that, I just wanted to ask you that in your experience, now, uh, is it that the chronic pain is found only in the uh, aged population or even the young adults are facing it? It's absolutely in all age groups. It's uh, the many of the young folks have their issues, they carry their uh, thing from the, from from pain in the workplace, from uh, post-pregnancy issues. Hmm. Men start with their issues in their mid-30s and 30s. So we have all age groups that go into chronicity. And also the way out of chronicity is, is a bit slower in the older age group, but it's, uh, it's the same. We, have, we had a lady yesterday, she had a disc issue 11 years ago. And then she was told not to bend forward, not to do this and that. And since then she has that issue. And we just get her out now in a in a in a structured way, which is not not easy, but very clear and straightforward. 
So it's any age. It's any age. Got it. And come, doctor, coming to your, uh, you know, uh, startup, if I were to say uh, in that sense, uh, towards your organization. So what type of training do you provide to your doctors and therapists who are associated with active health in treating to the patients? I would like to emphasize four things here. Um, one is, I already mentioned that, and, and you, you said the word in, in, in your entrance, actually, medical training therapy. Medical training therapy is a, is a real science and it's very important. It's not that you just do this exercise or this exercise. It's how do you build up a young chronic neck versus an old stiff chronic neck? Or what is the third phase of treatment of rehab after a ligament repair? So that is a real science and how to apply and how to guide the patient. That's one. Uh, the second is manual therapy, how to really use your hands. When I came here first, a lot of treatment was being done by uh, ultrasound, laser, IFD, and all that stuff, which is in many instances not even taught anymore in the West. It's just so outdated. It's just not, we sometimes use it in 10% in of cases, but mainly working with a patient with your hands and then bringing them up. Is, is, is the second important pillar. Uh, the third is what we call clinical reasoning, basically using your mind what you do with a patient and making a clear plan and not just go from one session to the next and see what's going on, making a clear plan. And the fourth and, and last thing is that every doctor, every therapist can use his, her personality on the, on the, on the psychological side to involve, to care, learn about that individual. It's an individual, it's an interaction. You are not just a machine applying some knowledge. You are a person interacting with another person and helping that person. So that uh, seeing yourself as a player, as a, as a person in that equation is again, something what makes the integration, the, the, the holistic part of it. These are, uh, I think the four major elements in that. Wow, this is this is awesome, doctor. But as a founder, right, uh, when you shifted base to India, and now that you have set up this organization, so how are you scaling it up uh, one step at a time, if I were to ask? And any, any specific expansion plans? Because as you mentioned, right, that there are not enough doctors and you want to uh, create a real difference in the Indian market, right? So any, any uh, thing that you can talk about? Yes, we, uh, we clearly uh, want to expand and want to expand in a good way. What we realized in the last couple of years that uh, pure digital solutions only are used by a small number of people. So uh, I have that depression class or I have this uh, this 10 step depression class or I have this, uh, this is for, for uh, yoga for the back or something is not really targeted to people who have real issues. So uh, the, uh, the approach forward is to really combine the physical expertise, keeping that and extend that to AI and to uh, utilize, use AI for quality purposes, for training and for many things and guiding, uh, guiding people. So, uh, this is an, 
important and interesting field. And and since you are dealing with a uh, with the startup people, I'm I'm uh, I would invite uh, the community to to contact us if somebody's interested in um, working with us. We have several fields which we have identified which we want to really bring forward in an in an integrated way in this huge market in India. Uh, this is a major part going forward. So <clears throat> spreading out without losing the individuality and resonating with the individual people, that is the uh, the challenge, but also the, the, the interesting task forward. Absolutely, Doctor. Uh, doctor, uh, you know, you've, had, you've given all the answers, you know, you beautifully explained your purpose, uh, which is much beyond, uh, you know, and hence you shifted base to India. But Doctor, before you leave, maybe a last question, a specific advice that you would want to give, uh, you know, potential startup founders, right? Uh, you know, any, any, any specific thing that you could talk about? I, I, I should not give too many senior advice <laughs> here, here. There are so many people giving senior advice, but I, I do have an advice, actually. Um, what one should not do, what I find... So one of the first words I learned in Hindi was chugar. So uh, what one should not do, I find, is trying to find a gadget and where can I apply that gadget to and, and find a market for it or so. Uh, my proposal is, and my advice is, do something meaningful. Find a real problem, and there are enough problems around that can be that need to be addressed in the physical side, in the uh, in the AI side, in the, in the entrepreneurial side. Find something meaningful, and then start that journey and go through that journey and. This journey is not quick and it is not easy. It is hard, yeah. but it is really uh, it's really worthwhile. And I can say it for myself now. Looking at my looking at my journey in 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 a holistic, personal way, doing something really meaningful is really very good for the well-being of one's own soul. <laughs> so absolutely, that's the end of the preaching here. <laughs> No, no, but absolute doctor, because you you are leading by example, you know, because uh, it's it's not easy, right? I mean, you had everything with you at your disposal and you came back, set up in India, you know, stationed yourself here just to, you know, solve much larger issues, right? I mean, this is commendable, a real hats off to you, doctor. And I would really like to thank you for taking out time today for talking to us. It was really wonderful speaking to you on this podcast. It was my pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners as well for joining us today and goodbye signing off for now guys. Bye.